Um, so what do you want to do? Do you want to just, we'll just kick into it and he can do the intro when he gets here or? Well, we might as well do the whole thing in case he decides to not show at all. At least we have a podcast. Okay. Because I don't think he's going to worry about missing this one. <laughs> <laughs> Get into gate. This is episode 194. Sounding a little different. Who's that? Who's that nerd? Um, sounding a bit different. Mitch is on his way. We yeah. figure we'll get started. Um, my name is Brendan Gibson. This is Joining feeling... me is Matt. Hey, this is feeling very like unbluey. Like I'm missing the clag already. Like it doesn't. I don't know what I have to say, guys. That's what happens when you miss out on the clag. Yeah. All right. He's the glue. <laughs> my children are trying to interrupt this and your this special is... guest for today is me bella i mean that's just poor parenting if you ask me i mean that's... yeah go to bed you can't you can't blame the kids yeah isn't it like okay so so full disclosure it's like after 10 o'clock at night didn't jack walk in a minute ago and just say i made dinner that was bella and she had a lolly i don't know how you got lollies. Oh, okay and that was dinner well mom yeah it would I was working today. These two are on holidays because it's Good Friday tomorrow. And my wife's probably drunk. So that's the reason they're up. Anyway, we're talking about this fella. Seriously, go away now. Talking about season nine of SG1 episode four, The Ties That Bind. Wow. Written by Joe and Paul, directed by William Waring. I was really surprised that this is a Joe and Paul episode. Well, here's a fun bit of trivia. So turns out, before episodes one, two, and three, written by the incomparable Robert C. Cooper, had been written, he gave Joe and Paul an outline for this episode and said, go write it. And they were like, what happens before this? And he goes, I'll tell you later. They, right. they hadn't even read the script for Avalon or Origin, and they had to write this. But they knew Tilk wasn't part of SG-1. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I guess they must I guess have... they probably did a rewrite or something, but... Yeah, I guess they must have been given like a few character beats or a few little bits and pieces. But yeah, they were kind of just went in blind and just wrote the episode. Wow. A lot of Stargate travel for Joe and Paul. Yeah, but you um, didn't see the gate, mate. You just the... No, you just saw the wormhole effect. The wormhole. So before we get too crazy, Maddie's going to read the back of the DVD, the wonderful synopsis that is Stargate SG-1 Season 9. So I guess in Mitchell's absence, I'll read the uh, physical media synopsis. <laughs> physical medium, I think he says. Medium or media? I always thought it was medium. Media. Oh, I thought I he says media. media. I totally pay attention to everything Mitchell says. <laughs> every, Mitchell's every, doing Mitchell talk. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll just get just my like, thoughts together. <laughs> we're just checking our phones and yeah. <laughs> sending memes to each other. Check my notes. Yeah. <laughs> the ties that bind. General Landry learns that Congress has plans to severely slash the Stargate program's budget. Landry calls upon Daniel and Vala to testify about the imminent threat that the Ori pose to humanity. Landry worries what implications this setback will have on the future of Stargate Command. That's like six what? minutes of the episode. That's beeline. That's beeline that story. That is solid B story. Holy shit. Wow, that mentions nothing about the actual plot of this episode. 
What do you think about the Landry storyline, story though? I found that a bit odd because it's, to me, it's like, oh, yeah, we know that SG1 literally, the show has cut its budget in half, or it's. Yeah, like sci fi you know? has so cut its budget. So it's like, budget. are we making an excuse why it won't be this good? As good as Atlantis or? Well, it was weird because wasn't the guy that they had to go and see, what did they say? He was the the senator, whatever, the head of the appropriations committee. Wasn't mm. that Kinsey's title when we first met him as well? I think it was the guy before Kinsey, wasn't it? The guy before Kinsey, when they were talking about, when uh, Tilt goes, is it technology that you seek? And then they go to see the Knox. Remember at the start of the Knox? Oh, I thought that was like the secretary of defense or something like that. Maybe it was. I don't know any of those American titles. I, yeah, I thought I thought Kinsey was the head of the appropriations committee because he was the one that, that was like in charge of the purse strings, and he was trying to. Because isn't that's the episode politics is where Hammond does that whole thing? It turns cost three billion dollars just to turn the lights on around here, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah, all that shit because they're worried about money and stuff. So yeah, it was weird to sort of revisit that, but I guess it's a new administration. Well, it's, I guess it's been a new administration since like season seven, hasn't it? So, season yeah, seven, it is a, it is couple a of years. Time. Halfway through his first four yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, and getting ready for re-election. Yeah, no, I, I, but I didn't weird really that, care. That was, yeah, I didn't care about it at yeah. all. The Varlock saying the guy had a small dick was fun, though. That was a good little bit. That was nice. Yeah, like she full-on did the whole little lap pinky. Yeah, like that's such an earthism that she yeah. knows what that <laughs> she knows. Yeah. Oh, same as cut to uh, when they're on like the alien planet in the marketplace. And that guy that they've got to get the the coil for, and he's like, "Oh, this sword belonged to such and such of such and such, and blah blah blah." I'll give it to you for three ounces of naquita. Yeah, like really, that entire alien sentence, and then you throw ounces. Yeah, in there. like yeah, that's true. Yeah, I didn't even think that was that. funny. That made me giggle. I was like, <laughs> especially since imperial. <laughs> well, yeah, especially since they're all Canadians, so they'd be yeah, they'd be used true. to metric. So, mm. yeah, wild. I guess when they you. We used to mess around with gold pieces. It was answers. Yeah, yeah. Before metric system arrived, but, but you think yeah, they just did... say three pieces of gold? But now they're trading in Naquita. Yeah. It's like okay, all right, guys. Three pieces of Naquita. Yeah, that would have yeah. made sense. Because three ounces of, of Naquita. What are you doing? It's... Making change with an eyedropper? And just like bloop, bloop, yeah, bloop, like yeah, it's very specific weight. Yeah. For an alien planet, and that's what I always found with this whole kind of reboot of the series to me and i didn't like in particular like vala says oh we have to um what'd she say you have to get changed or whatever like you have to wear a disguise and daniel's like fine i'm like why oh when they rock up dressed in all their leather bdsm gear yeah they're uh their fastscape gear the tight leather yeah exactly (laughs) she has a pulse pistol as well oh dude that was so good I um I looked at it because I've got my little my, I brought my little Winona with nice. me. Nice, yeah. Three D print. That is. Um, awesome. I looked at that. Someone was also saying, and I looked it up, and it looked pretty close. It looks like it might actually be a leftover prop from um iRobot. Right. Because it's not quite a Fastgate Pulse pistol. That um, oh, it's not at no, it's not at all. Because it's close. It's 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 an homage. Yeah, it is, yeah. But yeah, if you look at, I'll put it up on the screen there. That's from iRobot. Okay. And iRobot came out like a year before this episode and a lot of it was shot in Vancouver. Interesting. So they probably just got the prop. Probably got an old prop. 
And then I mean, uh, very, I'll very on point talking about anything Will Smith related at the moment. Nah. Um, slapped a bitch with Winona. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was just interesting because the first shot you see is, and I took a screenshot of that, is like the the Ben Browder in the four shot, you see the, the shot of the pulse pistol. We're talking about like, it's a Farscape type gun. Yeah. But it, with the pulse pistol, it doesn't have near the trigger. It doesn't have the, I don't know what you would call that finger protector. Oh, or... like the guard. Yeah. Yeah. And then it has like a circular pattern sort of at the, at the butt. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's obviously very reminiscent. Like I almost feel like in the same way, like there's a great video of um, yeah. There's a great video from star Wars episode one where like they present, they let, they let you and McGregor choose what his, episode one lightsaber was going to be so they just like open up this big box of all these different lightsaber hilts and go choose the one you want to use for this movie right and he, and he picks one up and they're like oh no you can't have that one because um qui-gon's already already nabbed that one so he's, he's already chosen so, so i feel like the same thing it's like they would have gone to like claudia black and just gone okay just pick one of these pick random, one. <laughs> yeah. uh, random prop guns we've got and she's like oh this looks like from my old job I'll yeah get she these. looks at ben and she's like all right she's like yeah we'll, this, we'll get this one and it's like well we, we can't let browder have that one because it'll be yeah. too much like a winona reference but we'll let mm. Vala do it and yeah. i'm like yeah sweet and i feel like that's probably something she had stashed on the planet too because it's like no way would they have let her yeah, that's like, true. Ha- take that gun to the SGC and her leave the SGC with that. I did like, like that that kind of opening where Daniel's, you know, you think Daniel's there to wish her goodbye because he's done that with every alien since the dawn of time. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I just want to make sure I was here to give you a thorough search before <laughs> yeah, you leave. Yeah, pat you down before you go. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And she's I got quick hands. Yeah. And I feel like that would have kind of pissed off the Vala haters a little bit more, that opening, unfortunately. Because if you'd, like I was saying before, I think the Prometheus Unbound Vala was really awesome. Yeah. And then this, she's a little bit rough around the edges or like annoying because she was annoying Daniel so much. Yeah. So because you love Daniel, or at least Daniel's a long-term character in the show, you look at her and you're like, why are you annoying this guy? So you're annoying me. Yeah. So then people find her annoying. I feel like the most polarizing scene for her this episode probably would have been the bedroom scene where like Daniel walks into his into his room and yeah. she's there in the bed and that whole scene, which is really interesting, but it's it's real early to get into that much of like she was burnt to death twice last like last episode. Last week. <laughs> yeah. And she's already like back to like Not even in, talking about it. <laughs> in lingerie, getting all flirty and all like and yeah. she she does drop little nuggets of truth. But mm. then in classic Vala form, he goes, is any of that true? And she's like, maybe. And does the whole, which is... Is it, is it working? Hilarious as a joke, but sort of then separates you from that character a little bit. I almost feel like that scene should have been in next week's episode. Like, because that's a really mm. big Vala episode. And I feel like it ties in a little bit to her past of being taken over by Guawul, being freed by the Togra, all that kind of stuff. I feel like that scene would have actually had more resonance um, had it been in next, next week's episode instead. I did like that whole scene, even when she was talking about the Tokra, like she had somebody before she was engaged or whatever. Mm. The Tokra freed her, but I felt like the turn at the end kind of ruined that. They were like, 
was it true or not true? Or? Yeah, yeah. You it would have been good character development. Yeah, character development for her to just kind of walk out. Yeah. After that, and he would have been going, "Ah, oh, shit." Yeah, let Daniel feel like a dick about it. So, you know, yeah, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I no, did like this little moment where he like listed off all her character flaws and then just like counted them back again on his fingers. I'm like, yeah, that's that feels like a very O'Neill thing, something O'Neill would do, not something that Daniel would do. So I'm like, yeah. sweet, I like that. Mitch, there he is. He muted. Yeah, he's got no microphone yet. Here we go. Hey, there we there go. He there he is. There's myself. A there's the professional radio guy. There's the one guy in this room that actually works in radio day in, day out. Like <laughs> yeah. an idiot. Hey, turn the mic on, you peanut. Uh... So did you just say that next week is a big Valor episode? Because <laughs> yeah. my, like this my God. Um <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I just I should reopen my notes because as it was going on, um, where do we get to? I guess. I think, hang on, once the, well, we sort of see the conversation between the two sort of uh, what scaled dreadlock aliens oh, and um, Prometheus and, Unbound. Yeah, Jupp and I can't remember the other guy's name. It's going to bug me now. Duck. Mm. Jupp and Duck. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then a guy in seemingly a, a, you know, a ghouled ship and then we find out, you know, he's like, you wouldn't do this to the Lucian Alliance. I'm like, oh, there's the, you know, I'm, I'm like the Leo meme in uh, Once Upon a Time. Because <laughs> yeah. you guys I know that word. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have mentioned that a bunch of times. And me having only watched seasons nine and ten, oh, maybe once all the way through both of them. I've, I've definitely seen some episodes scattered here and there. But um, I honestly had no memory whatsoever of the yeah. Lucian Alliance before you guys even said that. And then, uh, you know, how many episodes ago? And even since then, I couldn't tell you what they were or what they looked like yeah. or what they did. And so once that happened, I'm like, oh, okay, something's going on now. Because up until that point, and I don't know what minute we were, I didn't write that down. Um, I just sat there comfortably going, oh, that's fine. This is going to be my worst episode of the season. I know that already. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because it was like, hey, let's go track this down. And, and okay, Wallace Shaw, great. Oh, Sean Shaw. What's his name? Um, Wallace Sean. Sean. Yeah, Wallace Sean. He's always fun. Um, and it's like, well, in which the one's he? The, the ex lover that we're Bald naked. Guy. Oh, yeah. Rex running, running naked on the beaches. Yeah, the, the idea of Wallace Shawn running naked under moonlights of yeah. Aroda mm. or some shit with Vala just is oh. is hilarious to think. If about. you see him in Star Trek, it's an even worse image from yeah, the right. And the only place. Um, Tanat, Sit. by the way, Tanat was the um, the other tentacle guy. Jump and Tanat, not yeah, Tenet. Okay. not Tenet. No, 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 ties into a little bit of trivia I've got for you later on, Mitchell. Oh, but, um, thank you. Uh, yeah, Jump and Tanat. Yeah, but the um, fact we just get like jumping from one store, oh, let's get this. Oh, but to get that, you have to get this. And there were like funny moments along the way with each jump. But I'm like, oh, if this is what this episode is, holy shit! I just, I'm just like, okay, cool. This is this this is shit because at the start, <laughs> you know, uh, Vala's leaving now. You know, in story that makes sense uh, as a production actors on set paying people, blah blah blah. You're not going to bring someone like that on in the prologue and actually farewell them either forever or even for the rest of the episode. But at the same time, it was kind of annoying that she left. And then it was like, she's back. Like before the credits even rolled, really. That's what I was saying just before you got in. Right. For Vala haters, you would be doubly annoyed because yes, she's gone. Mm. 
she's back. And yeah. it, and it, and and the thing is, like, it annoys Daniel so much, mm. so it annoys you more. Yep. Yeah, I'm getting you, frustrated um, for him. Like, I, I would otherwise yeah. feel bad. Like, there was a moment at the end, and I thought, I don't know whether this line flies today purely because it's a man talking to a woman, and it should never be that simple, but it probably wouldn't today because of, you know, some PC warriors or some shit. But the moment where he's there trying to hack into the Gould ship, and he's like, she's like, can I help? He goes, yeah, yeah, go to that panel over there, the one near the door. She's here. Now that I'm here, mm. what? He goes, now sit down, shut up and let me work. And I was like, oh, dude. Yeah, yeah you know what? You're right. I'm not even feeling sorry uh, for her. That was a really mean thing to do, but Christ, she deserves it. But um, Mitch, have you got your yeah. physical media in front of you? I certainly do. I'm actually using it as a mic you, stand right now. You, but yes, um, you missed it. We, we had to um, just, you know, do your bit at the start. Mm-hmm. I just have a look at the synopsis for this episode. Okay. Um, oh, I thought you were going to talk about the median or medium. Oh, yeah. Do you say media. physical media or physical medium? Or do you? Oh, I say media. Uh, I was uh, right. Yes. Uh, one for me. I wasn't sure what the right answer was, if there is one. But in context, it would, it would be the same. It's ZZPM all over again. I thought, <laughs> yeah. well, I, I thought you said medium. And Brennan's like, I think he says medium. Oh yeah, that's just my that's just probably my my Queensland uh, talk, right? Now look, when I say that I um, have the physical media in front of me, uh, I do. I have the box set, but I don't have the actual disc that um that. The... No, we got it. Oh, that's oh, right. You know what? No, gonna, we've read it. We just journey. wanted we just wanted to point out that it all the synopsis talks about is the Landry stuff and the yeah the budget the budget it. meetings. It doesn't talk about anything of the A plot with Vala at well, all. Having said that that would make it more interesting because that yeah. side of it, even though it was a bit sort of politics 5.0 or whatever we're up to, <laughs> point, I was actually really interested in that from Oh my a, God. Well, just, <laughs> okay. And I'll tell, I'll explain why. Because uh, you're 106 now. Because you, because you, because <laughs> you live vicariously through Maddie. <laughs> is it because I'm drinking a cup of tea right now that you say that I'm really old? I'm feeling a little sniffle coming on, okay? And look, I know, you know, Brendan's just returned from the spicy cough, so a little sniffle's not going to cut it in the way. Spicy cough. Kung flu. <laughs> <laughs> how have I, how has it been two years that I've never heard spicy cough or kung flu before? Well, really? spicy really cough I get from the Batuta Advocate. And kung flu, that come from old big boy DT Trump, you know? Wow. Uh, it's the first time I heard it at the very least. So, um, all right, of those let me just point. have a look at this synopsis. General Landry learns that Congress has plans to severely slash the Stargate's program, uh, Stargate program's budget. Landry calls upon Daniel and Vala to testify about the imminent threat the ORI posed to humanity. Landry worries what implications this setback will have on the future of Stargate Command. Yeah, that paints a, a much it's a very, different... It's a very different episode. To the they, said different Ori, episode. they said ORI once, I think. Yeah. Hmm. And it was like allegedly Daniel yeah. was like, excuse me. Yeah. And then also, why did General Landry need Daniel and Bala and Tilk? Well, well he Tilk, definitely didn't was, need Tilk. That was a really yeah. weird, like for me, I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, this is still early days of season nine. He's not in this episode because Bala you know, could have waited outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It just especially when that scene, you know, you establish the show in Washington and you know they're outside some you know famous building i forget which one. Oh, the washington, I don't know what washington needle monument yeah yeah, yeah. Washington yeah. monument that's that's the seattle one. Oh yeah that's right i mean we're needle. good at geography hey we love the states absolutely yeah big time i've been to washington for a day um <laughs> yeah you establish that you're in washington and then you get the 
the the voice of Teal'c over those um uh yeah you know uh, outside shots and um I'm like oh shit he's in this and then he was in the rest of the episode like he was never not in the first half of it so yeah it did seem a little bit weird it, it felt a little bit like the way that they've been using Richard Dean Anderson it's like oh he's in for a little bit yeah. and if that's all they brought him in for and then you get at the end or towards the end he said look I'm only on this mission to help Daniel don't take this as me signing up for SG one. And then the end where he actually takes off and they go goodbye. I'll see you later. And he still just walks off without saying anything. That's a bit sad. Yeah. And, um, and he did, he did and, nothing on the mission. Like he came mm. along with them and he just stood there and got taken prisoner with, with um, Mitchell. And that, that, that was it. And they had some little back and forth mm. about hockey or whatever. Yeah. Um, that was, oh yeah, that was funny. It's good, like good I character think he was moments. talking about football, the Raiders. Uh, hashtag sports, yeah. whatever. They probably, um, I'm not sure. Probably they wouldn't have been the Oakland Raiders. Maybe the L, they were the LA Raiders for a year, and then now they're the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, I mean, if only I've he been, didn't say. I've never been so bored in my life after him. <laughs> if only he didn't say NFL. Imagine if he just said, "Who do you like this year, the Raiders?" We could have been talking about the yeah, God, yeah. Uh, imagine Cameron Tongue. That's it. Been- <laughs> Around in those days, <laughs> he did, he's looking at those aliens going, Do you think they'll ever get a fullback better than Mullins? You know, just like, Of course not, you know, up, up the milk, like just a little <laughs> wink to the audience. I mean, Brad lived in Australia for a while, so who knows? You never know. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got an Aussie missus. A couple of two years did he spend here? Or oh, it'd be longer than that. Really? It was all the Farscape, so it would have been I four years, so. you five years. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I think what I liked about that um, budgetary concerns, and I really wish I'd had the uh, the audio uh, here ready to go, but I don't, so I'm going to have to put it into post. But um, where they said, look, you know, we've we've reviewed things. You know, the bosses that be, the hierarchy have reviewed things, and they've just went, you know what, we're all in now on on uh, the Atlantis mission. Atlantis. Uh, we're kind yeah. of just looking at you now at this point as kind of just like the sideshow, the backup. And I'm like, is this a meta sort of line in yeah, man. maybe the way yeah. things is going on? And behind, like, was obviously one season deep into Atlantis, where one, uh, one season as a uh, at both seasons, uh, sorry, shows existing together. Is this where it was? Like, obviously, SG one now. Oh, that's right. And they even said the term, so they don't want to support Stargate Command now. And I'm just like, that just seems. A little too on the nose when you know that they wanted to rebrand the show as a fresh thing as Stargate Command rather than SG-1 and the fact that they're all in on Stargate Atlantis and we know that that probably does take a little bit more of a budget because of how much extra CGI is going on and all that sort of shit. So I think I like that, but also, um, I mean, that probably skewed my love of the actual dialogue and the story was the idea of how much of this is meta, how much of this is, is Joe and Paul having a lot of fun writing these mm. these lines. And only because, I mean, that reminds me, it reminded me when I was watching it of, of all things, and this is probably around about the same time, if not a couple of years earlier, with Arrested Development. So a comedy show completely separate, but because that show was so, you had to be in on the joke almost, come season three, and they do their, their sort of next time on the next episode of Arrested Development, they mm-hmm. would basically have Ron Howard's narration they would they would tease that they were like going to space and shit and they would like do it up like it was just going to be this big blockbuster sort of show and it wasn't ever going to be that but it was almost like hey 
tell your friends to watch this because this show is going to be amazing. And next week, this is what we're doing. And it was kind of, and then along the way, they would talk about how they were putting in an order, you know, for something for their business. And oh, what do we have? Well, we had an order initially of 24, but with, you know, budgetary concerns, we got it cut down to 12. And it was about their episodes that got cut back from yeah. from, from right. two to three and just shit like that, where they, they were very much looking towards their audience who were, who were in uh, on the knowledge. And uh, I whether or not that's the case, but I know it's something, I don't know whether you guys have talked about it yet, but it's the, um, the, the Mitchell and the lamb um, secret relationship. Like, I don't know whether it's because mm. you guys told me to watch out for that, but that seemed very like, Hey guys, you know what we're doing here now? I don't know whether this is the first time it happened, but it was almost too obvious that I don't know that they could have otherwise pretended like they were hiding it. So it I just seems some... like by now the show in general, SG one, you know, I've just never there for the ever fans. picked that up. Well, see, no, I'm, never I'm a, anywhere near that. I'm a big sweaty who listens to all the audio commentary, so I've known about it for years. Um, I do have some audio on it. I do have some audio on the, on the Mitchell Lamb relationship. Yeah, I only listen to audio commentaries from the first five. What happened to the relationship between Dr. Lamb and Mitchell? Okay, see, that's very that's interesting. That's a great question. Because you'll know, notice kind of subtle, very, very subtle hints. Like when he came out of the When he comes out of the elevator, he's button. buttoning up the shirt, and you're wondering, what's <laughs> going on? Hint, yeah. but... um, they, it was a big part of Avalon Part 1 and 2 uh, originally. Well, not a big part, but it was definitely a subplot. This was, of course, before we found out that, you know, she was uh, Landry's but Avalon Part 1 and 2, uh, you know, combined was about 30 minutes over. Mm -hmm. uh, so they had to cut a lot of stuff, and some of that fun character stuff got cut. Same with this. This episode was... Yeah, there were like whole a scenes. Over. There yeah, were whole scenes that needed to get scenes. cut. Brilliant scenes, my ass. Brilliantly written. That <laughs> had to be cut Brilliantly written and executed. Can I just point something out there? They're Those... twins, and they can't help but talk over the top of one another? Is that... <laughs> What the hell? Those voices yeah. you just heard. All was, seven of them. There were three men in that room. Yeah. Will Waring, director. Joe Malozzi, one of the writers. That third voice that did most of the speaking and talking over the other two people who were actually involved in the episode. Cooper. Martin Giro. Oh. Who works on Atlantis. <laughs> The start of this Our commentary. Poor man's excuse for Cooper. He says he 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 had nothing to do with this episode, but they asked him to come in to uh, punch it up. Mate, uh, they need that's they need what that, that said. <laughs> they need comedy, okay? Oh my god! And he brings it. He brings something. <laughs> there's a lot. Of, there's so many things to unpack there. First I question. I can't stand that. Did you bleep that? I did. I did. That was for my yeah. benefit, was it? For, Just yeah. for everybody. Essentially, benefit. first time. You, know, yeah, you yeah. know, you know me. I hate spoiling things for people. Oh yeah. god, so yeah. I didn't. Want, I didn't want to beating Atlantis. Shut up. I did. <laughs> probably. It probably made Reese leave the podcast. Everyone. Yeah, it didn't need oh. to stick around at that. <laughs> wow! Come on, man. Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Always want to drop that. Can in. I ask you a favor, Maddie? Can you um can you not come around when I show my kids Star Wars for the first time? Yeah, because um, it'll that's, be in that. That's Anakin, guys. It'll, it'll, it'll yeah, yeah. You're right. I was giving him the benefit of the doubt that it would be the first time Obi Wan just kissed his sister. Obi Wan and Luke meet in the in in his little hut, going. Your father was a great friend. You're like, yeah, but you killed him. I was like, what? What? My kids. Are, I'm like, oh. Not to spoil anything for James, yeah. no. Um, yeah. Your father wanted you to have this lightsaber when you're old enough. 
Did he though? Did he? He was, he was screaming he thought... in pain with no limbs. What, what point did he say, give this, give this to my son? Hey, look, guys, we are two months away, or not even, a, a month and a half away from Obi-Wan. There I'm might be a really key moment in another huge lightsaber battle between these two where he goes, Oi, look, yeah, just nice. truce for a second, uh, big fella. I know master. you stole my lightsaber while I was on fire. Look, I know I'm an evil guy, and I literally, I'm literally in a couple of years going to destroy an entire planet. Um, but if there's a chance you could give that to my little boy, God, yeah. that I just, I just feel really absent as a father, and I just want him to know that I'm thinking <laughs> of him. Didn't, isn't, wasn't he supposed to know? Wasn't he not supposed to know his kids were alive? Wasn't he supposed to be led to believe that his wife and and unborn children all died? Yeah, sure, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yep. In episode three, did you miss the last three seconds? Yeah. That's yeah. What- <laughs> <laughs> George, you've only got 17 minutes of screen time. What are you going to do? Squeeze a Wait, whole what? film's worth of information? Go, 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 go. Montage it. Montage that shit. Only now do I regret putting in so much focus on the Gungans, you know, like. Uh... <laughs> and all those I guess Senate I could have eased up on the whole Senate bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Speaking he of um, directors and what some people would consider prolific directors. Uh, others Christopher like... Nolan, is that why you brought him up before? Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, well so um, old mate brother Caius, the guy that was posing as a um, monk on that planet. Yeah, I like that guy. If you check out, well, I think Snyder likes him as well because if you check out his IMDb credits, he had bit parts in Watchmen. Snyder. Oh, sorry, not Snyder. Nolan, Nolan. Sorry, yeah. they're both idiots. I, I get. Them well, confused. Watchmen is a Snyder film. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Watchmen. Pick your, pick your plot line, mate. Who are you? Which which director you're bagging? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, they're the same person. To me. Brother Caius was in Watchmen, <laughs> Sucker Punch, and Man of Steel. Oh yeah, that's all Snyder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, what was no he one... in Man of Steel? I don't know. I didn't bother looking. He just did bit uh, parts. In how did you months. like? You don't accidentally come across his IMDb page. Like, what what made you? He doesn't even have a page. <laughs> That's oh, I, I thought I'd recognize it him. Comes up as miscellaneous. <laughs> His picture is vacant. It's like that yeah. it ha- profile it happens, without a picture. Yeah. It happens to me all the time. I'll be re-watching something that I've like a sci-fi show that I've watched for a hundred like a hundred times over, and I'll go, Where have I seen Isn't that guy, guy before? Mm. And then I'll IMDB them and go, Oh, it's from the episode that I'm watching. That's where I've seen them before. Uh, and that's what happened with this guy. I've literally not seen anything else that he's done. Um, I'll tell you something that's really good about. Um, Amazon is they have the x-ray oh yeah 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 you press pause and you see the actor the only problem is the other day I was watching a movie Mm. and the guy was supposed to be dead and I paused it and it showed up the guy Mm. is in the scene and I'm like yeah three minutes later he was there I'm like oh you gotta hide that (laughs) yeah yeah or if there's a um like a character who's just providing voiceover and it's like a mysterious character. You don't know who they're supposed to be. And then mm. that, that just, you pause it and that pops up and it tells you exactly who that character is just yeah. based on the voice. And it's like, come on, man, that was, yeah. a secret. that sucks. And yeah. that's, that's not what we're about. Like we said at the beginning of this little segment, uh, we're not about spoiling things. So Maddie, I appreciate you bleeping that out because you did t- uh, hint at that in what episode one or two of, of SG one season. Well, five. I mean, the, the show did the, the show implies that there's some kind of connection mm. between lamb and Landry. We just don't know at yeah. this stage what it is. But yeah. And you guys, I think both asked me, do I remember that? I'm like, no, I, no. I absolutely so they, yeah, that's, don't. So that's why I bleep. And I still, I still, Obviously, we watch. It's been four episodes of this season, but we've seen eight episodes of 
content in that content. space. Yeah. yeah. So I can't even keep track myself. I, the thing I, I was disappointed with was um, after what we're into season nine, finally. And I love it in TV shows, especially like sci-fi shows I watch a lot when they'll just throw in like a random rank and a last name and they throw in a Gibson. And I'm like, yeah, yes. that was good. Yes. <laughs> we finally got a Gibson. I mean, Send more, her than, in. <laughs> more than half of our, this podcast is Gibsons. Yeah. And it's like, we finally get a Gibson and she's a goddamn pencil pusher. Really? <laughs> I thought she you were gonna say be... she's a girl. No, no, that, no. I, Come on. She could have been some kind of badass <laughs> soldier. She could have been. You know, she's like, no, she's a f-ing accountant. Mm. Really? They had a Brandon in Atlantis, a guy who got eaten in like season one in Laser Bugs. Laser Bugs. The one that I rated as my favorite episode. Oh, Defiant mm. One. Yeah. I mean, I can't complain. Literally, the lead actor is. Cameron Mitchell, so uh, mm. and they often just refer to him as Actually, Mitchell. So. I'd you know love it if he's named about Lewis that? Mitchell. That'd be great. <laughs> Louis Mitchell. Louis Mitchell. The, Louis um, Mitchell. I might. This might sound strange, but Cam Mitchell from you never calling Daniel by his last name is a major change in the series for me. Mm. And and the, the whole kind of combination mm. of the whole combination of. Um, of all of that, because you spend eight years knowing him as Dr. Daniel Jackson or Daniel mm. or Dr. Jackson. Then you have Cam calling him Jackson, 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 constantly, not even Dr. Jackson. Yeah. Just- so then when you, when we, when we have people calling Colonel O'Neill Jack, it's strange to me in a way it, like this, the series is familiar, but they've changed the names of the characters almost. Cause you go from Jack to Jackson and Cameron being called Cam and Cam calling Carter Sam, mm. and Sam calling Mitchell Cam. It just sounds strange to my kind of highly tuned SG1 ears. Mm. Just uh, I, I've mentioned it previously about about those examples, and um, and it, it's I find it just find it odd. Yeah, I, I feel like Cameron was the wrong choice. Mitchell's fine, like as a last name, first name, bit suspect. Yeah, um, I've always said that. But mm. yeah, Cameron Mitchell just it never did quite sit right with him. Maybe because every Cameron I know is a f- quit. <laughs> yeah, good call, Cameron Smith. <laughs> yeah, like anyway. Football, not the golfer. Yeah, obviously. Uh, we all have a golfer <laughs> with his Malay. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, but I never put together the Cam and Sam. Yeah, that's weird. Cam, Sam, Jack, and Jackson. Yeah, it just, I don't know. It just, it's mm. a personal thing. It probably doesn't bother anybody else, but it always bothered me. Yeah. And I couldn't put my finger on it until. Yeah, no, I can see that. I can see that. I mean, for recently. someone who gets so riled up over ZZPM, it makes sense that those kind of little things would, yeah. <laughs> would irk you. But even, I guess, with the, the similarities and the opposites uh, at the same time of, uh, of O'Neill and Mitchell, when you said, oh, calling him Jackson, I'm like, hey, well, that's what Jack did. I'm like, no, no, no. Jack called him Daniel. He's known him for so long. He's yeah. exclusively Daniel. And we laughed at Teal, except for what a dream sequence. I feel in like season five or some shit where he referred to him as Daniel or something where otherwise Teal always said Daniel yeah. Jackson, right? Daniel, Jackson. Daniel Jackson, yeah. Jackson, full Daniel name, Jackson. right? Um, and Samantha Carter. And Samantha yeah. Carter, yeah, right. So we never, yeah, I, I mean, through you saying that, yeah, I didn't realize that uh, he just calls him now Jackson, whereas the old guy that was in his place just called him 
Daniel. Uh, yeah. And and like, mm. while they're similar in the way they move, and even obviously Teal says, you remind me of him. And he's like, oh, thank you. And it's like, yeah, you are very different now in episode four and even in episode three than what you were in episode one, where you were this much seri- more serious guy. And you kind of just changed for no reason. It wasn't like the experience of half a season changed you. And mm. now you're doing everything that Jack did, just a little bit different, you know, just to yeah, sort of and, and bring if you think us about all back it, to what we used to know and love. Yeah. If you think about it, O'Neill almost exclusively called Carter Carter. He never really mm. called her Sam. Mm. He yeah, always tried all. to keep that professional. And they obviously, them. they play that or we're the same rank. So we call each other Cam and Sam. Yeah, yeah, and that makes it, but it's weird that it's like Jack called Daniel by his first name, Carter by his last name. Mitchell yeah. does the opposite. He calls Daniel by his last name and Sam by her first name. Mm. Yeah, no, that's very interesting. I never really picked up on that before, but yeah, it does. It just, it does twig in the ear a little bit and you just go. Oh. And, I, and I would have thought, you know, being a writer, especially Cooper and, and Brad Wright, thinking uh, Cameron Mitchell, will that do? Was that the, did they just throw a dart? at a dartboard with the list of names and just be like, that'll do because Cam and Sam is so dumb. Mm. Yeah. There's a little thing in the back of my head somewhere that says it was always Mitchell, but Cameron, it was changed to Cameron at some point when Ben Browder was cast or because the name they already had ended up being a real person. So they changed the first name. I don't know if it was at the bequest of, of Ben Brad or anything like that, like that particular name, but something I can't, you know. Can we make it Jim? Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Jim Mitchell. Jim Mitchell, because it would have been a good throwback. Because that would have been way too real. They all started with the... Jim. Yeah. They all started with Jay. And then when Daniel came back from being ascended, he referred to Jack as Jim. Oh, that's right. Thanks, Jim. Mm. So that would have been nice. Mm. But that, that was also have... Anubis's name, Jim. So, That's true. I mean, yeah. you can't have it both ways. I mean, aside from that, though, I mean, we laugh at the, <laughs> we, you know, Mitchell's the, the main guy, and that's me, and my middle name is James. So his name literally would have been my name reversed. Which James would Mitchell been, would have been. Yeah, nice, James yeah. Mitchell. God, I wouldn't know. Oh, then I would have watched season nine and ten just religiously back to <laughs> back to back. It is weird yeah. for me though. Like, uh, yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time, but we're now four episodes in. Okay, it's not a lot. We're what barely a fifth of the way through or whatever, but. The fact that the literally, team literally isn't, fifth. yeah, uh, I forgot how many episodes we've in this, but yeah, uh, the no, how this many, is four, uh, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, yeah. There's only twenty episodes a season from now on. Bang on twenty, is there? Well, wow. yeah. And the team's not all back together because had you mm-hmm. pulled me aside before we watch an episode of season nine and go and ask me about what I remember, well, Mitchell comes in, takes over the role, and they just get on with it. I I don't remember. Teal That's what it should have been. Out of it, yeah. Well, yeah, because at this stage. Knowing maybe, like, I think at the end when, you know, four episodes, 50, uh, 20% of the way through this season, Cameron Mitchell's watching Teal'c walk through the Stargate to go back to um, Takara. 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 And the like, planet yeah. that he never knew before. <laughs> before the end of season eight when we needed him to. Yeah. And uh, he goes, he'll be back. And I'm like, is that is that you? It's almost like you're a hopeful fan speaking through the character going, he'll be back, mm. right? Right? And like, you know... Mm. Carter's not in this episode. We're hoping that she comes back. And, you know, I, I would have told you the team's back together and Val is around forever. Whereas you guys told me an episode or two ago uh, in SG1 that no, Val is not in it as much as you remember. It's just that for me, who doesn't like Val very much, you just hated her presence so much that it felt like she was around forever. Yeah. And she's there at the end, I feel. So it kind of, because she was bookended in my memory, yeah. 
those yeah. two ends got closer and closer together. No, but, so, um, yeah. So a lot of it, I think, is because Amanda Tapping is on maternity leave and I guess they could, she's back in like episode six. Okay. So, and that's, and that's when Vala leaves as well. Vala just came in to do six you episodes. You've got to be so careful with these spoilers. <laughs> so, he's seen the episodes. It's fine. I'm literally, um, literally talking about the fact it's that not I don't just, remember anything. It's not for Mitch. It's for listeners too. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but basically, and I guess they couldn't move production like that, that extra what seven or eight yeah. weeks or whatever yeah. it was. Um, I think there is a little bit of a holding pattern because it's like, well, they can't quite unquote get the team back together, get the band back together until Carter's back. Mm. So it, it does feel yeah. a little bit like filler. Yeah, just... I've, I, I think it feels a little bit to me like, okay, we're four episodes in and we're going back to back, right? It's not like they're doing it like we're doing our podcast. They're sort of, you know, two episodes in the same night, but still four episodes in when we've gotten so used to seeing these characters, the same characters each and every week for the last eight years. And then we get four episodes of, well, I don't know if they're going to come back. And like, this is yeah. the mid 2000s. Stupid. You're not jumping onto Google and finding 17,000 different articles and fan sites and interviews about what's going on. You're tuning in week to week to find out what's going on. And all of a sudden we're like, hey. We had the magazine. We had, we had the magazine. magazine, sure. Yeah, they like, definitely should have just said Tilk's back. They, they shouldn't have even fucked with that. Mm. Like, it would, even the should Carter have just been thing, like, I, I think you can explain the Carter thing away easily enough. Like, okay, you, you can't. I mean, we're talking maybe future stuff that I don't know about, but you could like bring in the, the Atlantis something or other for Carter that takes her out of action. Or, you know, she's off doing something, you know, on R&D somewhere. Some they've got her on, on the, alpha on the sites. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dan, Daniel missed the Daedalus to go yeah. to Atlantis. So we get that. Yeah. Carter could be off world on a, on a, mission on the prometheus for a yeah. few months and and the explanation yeah. behind why so many of them she's are in command away. of prometheus yeah and then maybe. she realizes the when the aura threat come she yeah. comes back to sg1 got to be yeah. boots on the ground yeah and yeah. that's the thing that the explanation is there in what they otherwise keep telling us and and we had that in the meeting with the um committee um boss the Gould aren't here anymore, so the most obvious threat, and the, and the replicators, they're both gone, so there is no real threat to our planet or to the SGC anymore. So that's why Daniel's off wanting to do his own thing, go to Atlantis. That's why Carter's off doing her own thing. Okay, Teal, well, he kind of signed his life away here anyway, so maybe you don't fuck with that, like Brendan said. I just feel like maybe after four weeks, surely by this stage, SG1 Stargate fans are going to stick around for an extra hour's worth of content a week. But what if after four weeks, people are eh, i just not i don't know i don't know i'm just going to stick with atlantis now i think this is where i'm going to put my energy into kind of like yeah. that maybe kind of meta line where we're putting all our budget into um the atlantis expedition and maybe i'm only thinking about that in hindsight knowing that this show only lasts another one and a half seasons but yeah is this the start of the end because they tried to mess with the audience's expectations that well maybe the people that you know and love i mean o'neill's been on the out for the last season and a half maybe uh, the rest of them are going too and that's not what like we're sci-fi fans we don't really like that kind of change we mm. like progression but we don't like drastic change like groundbreaking change like that without any real explanation which they haven't given us because clearly they were just sort of teasing us there that they were going only to bring them back as a bit of a gotcha and by that stage maybe maybe enough people had been pissed off and it sort of jumped yeah. off ship a little bit i don't know i'm only i only say that because this i know episode, it ends after next season 
this episode definitely should have been an establishing episode mm. of all right this is the new team now yeah. definitely not like tilk should not have left at the mm. end of this episode he should be here he either should have been in daniel it should be here not in it at all and cam mitchell should be here and carter's yeah. doing something else so there's yeah. three people of us because the actual but... i did enjoy the it's that writing that you see in a lot of tv shows it's the it's the chain of events we have to do this to get this, mm. to get this, to get this. Like you see it everywhere. It was very telegraphed. That was entertaining. Like I, I enjoy that, but it's like, yeah, we need that. All that other stuff that was in the synopsis. I don't give a crap about and didn't really affect anything. Apparently um, they did say originally the whole point of that, like at the end, when you hear Landry talking about, oh, the only way to get the money they needed is, is the IOA is going to add like a watchdog at the SGC was they were going to put Woolsey in as a permanent, mm. as a permanent sort of cast <clears throat> member. That's where I actually thought it was going. I was trying to think, who's that again? That's right. There's someone yeah. coming. Yeah. Well, I have they, no memory, but I thought that's we honestly... never saw it again. <laughs> exactly. They, apparently, really? they, apparently they chickened out because they'd already added in so many new characters. They're like, Oh, look, we don't want to add another regular character to the show. So yeah, that whole sort of thing about the watchdog doesn't, really go anywhere really holy doesn't... shit see I'm i mean just yeah thinking, right? shows up every now and then but he yeah. doesn't you know he's not a regular this this big ominous watchdog like like landry talks about what if and we get that line where it says the only way that you can get this money is you've actually got to be the one to convince the committee to change their mind what if that if this is supposed to be like uh, you guys just said an establishing episode we get the team what if that's what brought them back? It's like, hey, the Auri, okay, they're a new threat. And it's almost, and it would, I guess, be a too convenient type plot line. But considering what they have done or what they had done, maybe it would have been better to do something a little bit more on the nose where it's like, well, you've got to have your absolute gun team back in charge. The people that were there on the front lines, SG1, throughout the whole war against the Gould and, and the Replicators, you need them back. So... Teal's already there. Mitchell's I'd taken over. Daniel's hanging around but doesn't really want to be a part of SG1. It's like, well, mate, you've got to be back. This, mate, this, he's this, done this, that for 10 years. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> both, he's both also responsible well for the Ori, you know, suddenly being yeah. aware of it. Yeah. So. And, it, and if Carter is on, okay, we're adding what we've also just speculated uh, and added to the plot, headcanon stuff, that um, Carter could have been on the Prometheus or something. No, hang on. You've been recalled. You've got to come back to SG1. Daniel, get your mm. finger out of your ass. Get back on SG One. The other two are waiting for you, and then that's the shot of them walking toward the gate together at the end of Episode Four. It's like, look, we had two-part Avalon, kind of a three-part thing going on. Now we're at the end of four episodes. We've had a month back on the air. Your team's here, and everyone, all of us fans, can feel safe that it's different, but it's still kind of the same. Cut to credits because now it still feels like it's just as up in the air as what it was after episode one. And I don't know, someone who's watched it once 15 years ago, I don't know when Carter comes back. Uh, I don't know when Teal'c comes back. I don't know when Daniel says, definitely I'm back on SG1. At this stage, it's Mitchell still doing what he was doing in episode one, pleading with all three of them to rejoin him. So... Yeah, yeah, I mean, the actors have signed their contracts. Exactly, yeah. We know that they're around. Yeah. They're not doing this as a favour to Joe Paul and Martin Wood or anything like that just because, yeah. oh, we, we need to tease your characters are kind of there. Like, you're just yeah. paying them, you know? Yeah, to deal it's for half silly. It's, an, it, it's annoying. It annoys mm. me. And mm. that's why I didn't like about it initially. It's like they've changed it. It's kind of like 
none of the characters are interested. Mm. And you're like, then why am I watching? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Why am I here if they yeah. don't care? And um, all the budget's going to Atlantis and mm. that's cool. Uh, I was kind of devastated that John Paul wrote this episode because A, they create, well, you see one puddle, but you, you see a lot of wormhole CGI. Mm. We got a lot of planets in this episode. Yeah. Well, I had to laugh at that. As soon as they went to the <laughs> second planet, I'm like, our big gag is they never go off world. Whereas here it's like, we're going to all the off worlds. It's like, yeah. mm, let's it's just, like okay, heard people. <laughs> let's just rein it back in. Cause if you're going to go off world and this is what you give to us is like doing a little sort of treasure hunt around the galaxy. Uh, I'm going to say, no, thanks. I want you to get locked <laughs> down in the SGC for another episode. And, and uh, go to Russia or something. So I uh, I do have another little bit of gold from um, the audio commentary of something that got cut from this episode that Joe and Paul had put in. That really makes me think they were very much on the same wavelength as um, as the Gibson brothers. Now there's another scene that actually was cut from the first draft that actually you never saw, which uh, involved Tanat and Jop. Oh, and actually, Jop is at the controls. And we I don't can't see believe Tanat. you actually wanted to do that in the show. We thought it was a joke. Well, everybody always asks, "Where are the bathrooms on these cargo <laughs> ships?" And, and we have Jop, and he's steering, and he gets a signal, and he goes, "Tanat, Tanat," and the door is open to the to the to the back, <laughs> and he's can. doing up his pants, <laughs> and then he reaches back. And hits the controls and the rings uh, beam, whatever was there. <laughs> and off. Really? Yep. That's that was just taking, taking a, a shit dump in, in the, the rings. rings. <laughs> I mean, this is the shit we've been talking about since season two, I feel That's, like. Yeah, you know, we, we want to see it. We do want to see that. <laughs> Absolutely. See that. Brad Wright, he's writing a script for the new Stargate now. Please Where do they in. poop? That's the most Please. important. Where do they poop? Please have someone shit through a Stargate. <laughs> <laughs> We're well, claiming that we if anybody poos through a Stargate yeah. from now until eternity, it's because of this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. We're absolutely copywriting that. And we're proud yeah. of it. We're very <laughs> proud <laughs> of that. <laughs> absolutely. And all you on Twitter better be hashtagging poo planet. Um, yeah, just, hashtag getting to gate. Yeah. <laughs> gate. Poop gate. Poop gate. Poop gate. Poop gate. And the, the other reason I'm devastated, John and Paul created this is because they. Did they create the Lucian Alliance? Is like this that... the first mention of the Lucian Alliance? Yes. Yeah, I think is. it is. Wow. Because yes. I and certainly don't was remember that, having heard of anything. Was that John Paul or was that, you know, executive producer? Oh, I'm sure Robert Cooper, Cooper. Will, take, will take credit for that at some point. <laughs> well, he should because it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a note here, 15 minutes in. This is trash. <laughs> And I don't, <laughs> and it got a little bit better. I think there was a, Vala had a really good line um, when she was kind of teasing Daniel. Hardly seems fair that your life gets to continue and my affairs are put on hold. Excuse me, I, I should be on my way to the Pegasus galaxy right now. Oh, don't you blame that on me. It's your own curiosity and the ancient treasure that cost you a trip to Atlantis. You cuffed us together. I'm paying attention at the time. No. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh so much. That's good. Up, up, up until that moment, I was like, this episode is trash. Oh, no, you see, I, I like that, that moment. I like the moment where, he, where she's like, oh, I see you've assigned a female guard. And he, He's oh, like, yeah. Wins. I just thought I'd I'd save them the trouble of rebuffing your advances, and he and she's like, how do you know you succeeded? And wink. Yeah. And then they cut to that her, and she just looks so dull and bored. And I just I actually really yeah. like whoever she is, and you know she could be 
you know, someone in craft services and they've just went, mm. you're p- perfect. You've been deadpanning for years, Susan. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Susan. Jeez. Apparently, I don't know whether they Get ever did it, it, but they wanted, they wanted to do a take where she winked back. Oh, nice. Just yeah. for funsies. And I'm like, yeah. that'd be good. That'd be good. I she thought- couldn't wink. She could only blink. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there were a couple of like really good, exchanges in there too and like even even with the vala stuff and and someone who doesn't really enjoy vala and got you know really excited when she was leaving and equally as pissed off when she came back but there were some like great moments in those scenes where it was she was half of the people in the room and i'm and i'm like yeah more of more of that and and i know you mentioned it before matter that you really liked that line where you know she's giving him this sub story and then goes back to being classic Vala, but it wasn't just like, oh my God, she's yeah, right. It's, it's her again. It was like, is it working? And it's like, get out. And I'm like, yeah, I appreciate that because yeah. that's that's what she is. That's who she is. And they're kind of using her still the same way, but for whatever reason, it seemed different than normal. And if only we could get more of that because otherwise, yeah, yeah she gets on screen and I'm just waiting for her to, um, to annoy me, which isn't fair <laughs> because... I mm. don't dislike Claudia Black and I really, but she yeah. is the only thing that I know her from. And as I I'm think... watching this episode in particular, I'm like, I really need to watch Farscape because Absolutely. you guys Great love cool. her as Aaron Sun. And I need to have watched her and liked her in something. There's a bunch She's of completely like, Mitchell, different. Like yeah. It's the opposite of what Vala is. is what Mitchell, there are so many I actors and actresses your... out there like, yeah. I was talking to your brother today. And I oh, swear, yeah. <laughs> I was this close. I had him to, ready to watch Farscape and Battlestar Galactica. This close. He hasn't seen Battlestar? No, he hasn't seen dude. Battlestar. He, he just needs to watch the pilot. The pilot he is sent me. He sent me a video the other day of him watching Star Trek on TV. Granted, it was only about 20 seconds. It was a bad Next Generation episode. But still. <laughs> but no still. such thing, mate. I think I did the same thing. It's it's honestly, it's like a novelty for us then, if that's the case, because I was sitting there free to wear one afternoon, you know, just just flicking around here, 10 bold, and it's an episode. I'm like, (laughs) hey, Maddie, look at Star Trek as if it's like some niche thing that only you know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching Star Trek, that that 60-year-old franchise. And from the the five seconds of vision he showed me, I can already tell it was like a season two episode. I was like, yeah, that's a season two episode. I can't see which one. Well, that used to be, that used to be Lincoln's game. You used used to like fire up an episode Mm. and just pause it. Of Stargate SG One, pause a still frame, and he yeah. and I'd give him ten seconds to tell me what the show was. Um, I can do, I can do that with Voyager. If you yeah. like play the opening within the first ten seconds of the episode, I can tell you what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's a skill. It's very good. So good. It's very very so good. good. Part in this episode, I was doing some homework with my daughter, and they were trying to figure out um, compressions. No, where you have to change two words into one. Contraction. Um, contraction. Mm. this one in particular was shall not oh yeah right yeah and so i said shan't shan't mm. and my parents shan't? go it's shan't, shan't i'm like yeah. that sounds weird it does but then we dumb, googled yeah. it we mm. googled it mm. and the only reference to shan't was stargate sg1 season Push nine it. episode four daniel jackson what 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 and i'm like there you go that's where i got it from <laughs> And so I want to share that. Yeah. I want to share that bit. Yeah. I missed S H A L N apostrophe T. Shalt. I just got a message from my cousin. Hey, bud, remember condom time? That was your house at Thornlands. Hey, I'm like, what? I have no idea what you're talking about. Wow. Oh, of course you don't. 
Wasn't that a shop? Oh no, that was Condom Kingdom. That's yeah, right. con- yeah. <laughs> good old, good old oh, I think I know what he meant. A big question. We used to, to play the game where you you squeeze like the your cheeks so you can't yeah. talk. You who who and if he because he was fourteen and we were nine, he'd say yeah. rude words and we'd think it was hilarious. So he'd squeeze and he goes, "Say bum." We go boom. Say condom, condom, and it was like I think that's what he's referring to. <laughs> wow. I hope. God, it's I hope. good. It's good to see alcoholism <laughs> runs in your family. That's great. That's <laughs> I'm just oh, gonna Reese go. Reese is calling me. Yo, did he say it was Reese? Yeah, I bet Reese got the same message about the condom. They they wasted together. Oh, there we go. <laughs> that makes sense. I'm on the podcast. <laughs> it's a great podcast, Reese. You can. Hey, season nine, episode four, the ties that bind. Let me tell you something about David Jackson. Is this on the podcast? Yeah, go. Record this. Look, put it up to your microphone. Can you um, guys hear? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, obviously, you're not talking to us. Obviously, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just want to say, I'm not trying to be rude. Daniel Jackson's a stupid f***ing cunt, and I wish. What's that guy that I like? Jonas. Was the Jonas? Uh, uh, was the guy that was in? Was in what? Play, was in the plays of. That that four eyes guy that now wears the singlet. It just meant nothing. <laughs> that means nothing. What you said, yeah, I agree. <laughs> it means nothing. I assume that four eyes guy wears the singlet now. It's just me assuming. I love that. Wears a singlet is the title. Oh, he does wear a singlet. Well, <laughs> nah. Well, look, I I appreciate your phone call, but to be honest. You and I agree with me. I called you. Um, Thank you for telling the truth. Nah, f- <laughs> Baz. Fuck you, Baz. Uh, nah, well, you know what? Well, I'm not even going to say goodbye. Okay. <laughs> wow. You know, just while, like, I would have been a minute before he called. He's, he's posted something on Twitter, which is fun, because there's an account, uh, Delphine, she's put up, what should my next painting be? And two of the options are um, Amanda Tapping and Richard Dean Anderson. One of our great listeners, Laurie Steinel, she's replied, RDA, something from this photo shoot, and then included sort of a, uh, like a, a, a making of, you know, a little still, promotional still with the four main cast. And then Reese has replied to her saying, I'd invade a planet for a copy of this photo. And by planet, I mean seven or nine chevrons. Um, based yeah. on that phone call that he just made literally a minute or two <laughs> after tweeting that, more sense. I, I'm going to say it makes even less sense. And it made very, <laughs> and it made little sense when I read it. So um, it makes sense uh, that he wrote it, but it makes less sense what it's about. So it's um, mailbag. Can we look in in what I took from that entire uh, phone conversation is in the same way that we've included certain things in our vernacular, like something being 10 hards or whatever it may be. Can we start incorporating he's the one who wears the singlet into our vernacular, <laughs> whatever that may mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I guess that means who's who's the alpha dog, you know, who's the, you know, who's the big man on campus. It's like, oh, he's he's the one that wears the singlet. Yeah. Like if someone does, if someone does if someone does something cool. They wear the singlet. Right. I thought you were going to say piss your pants or wear a condom. <laughs> that was the other no, side. No, when, when Reese said he pissed his pants, I didn't know if he was talking about childhood or last week. I wasn't. Mm. 
Well, it could be or, either. That's or, what I'm or potentially twenty minutes from now. It could be. It could be any of those. Oh, we'll get, we'll get an update, no doubt. Um, I also like that in like years to come. You know, of course, our legion of fans will just will sit back and discuss the podcast like we are uh, uh, Stargate SG One or Stargate franchise in general, and uh, you know, they'll get to the end of what season seven of of our SG One chats. And they go, do you think, you know, what happened to Reese? They'll be telling a first-time listener, you know, what happened to Reese? What do you think? And they go, he never came back, did he? Go, no, we never saw him again. He did come back for a cameo, though, in season nine, episode four. <laughs> but, like, it was really weird. He come back, he was drunk, and it was yeah. just, it wasn't It wasn't the Reese that we remembered from two years earlier. Yeah. <laughs> like, they'll talk, they'll talk about it. They'll talk about Reese like they do Jonas. It's like, he yeah, came back yeah. that one time, and then we never heard you know, from the him again. shit haircut. That was, that was his Fallout episode just then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's people listening, just yelling into their devices, going, Reese, tell us your rankings from season eight. Tell us your rankings from season eight. He hasn't watched it. Don't worry. I need to know. <laughs> I mean, how do we top that? Let's just wrap it up at that point. I mean, <laughs> go out on a high. You can't top that. Well, I was talking about I was talking about grammar before that happened. <laughs> shall, shall and shall not. Yeah, but I just want to. I do if, want to anyone, play it. if anyone was yeah. curious about what um, what Reese brought to the podcast, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's it right there. <laughs> no, do play it because I actually missed that today. And I I use and it's probably uh, it's never serious. It's always when I'm trying to sound up myself. I I use shan't. Yeah, uh, quite a, quite a bit. And I I only got uh, the only person I've ever heard use that is my dad, and. It's it's always been in a sarcastic manner. It's just, oh, I shan't be doing that. And I'll say it and people will be like, what? And Nate I'll Ryan, like, who, who we used to work with, used to use it all the time. Really? Yeah. I've yeah. never, I don't think I've ever heard anybody else use it. And I actually, I always like saying shan't, it's shall not. And then have the same reaction as Brendan, where it doesn't make any sense. It, it sounds mm. awful and doesn't mm. make sense. Oh, the English language is a monster. It, it's, it's, well, I mean, if you, if you say will not, you say mm. won't. won't. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm I'm still in the camp. Why is an eleven one t one? Like yeah. you know. <laughs> or what was it? Oh, it could totally yeah, be a thing. Which yeah. one of you guys sent it on the other day? And it was a video, like a little TikTok of someone doing uh, an English thing, saying if tomb is spelled T O M B, and uh, you know, and then womb is you know, what about why is bomb? Why isn't that pronounced? <gasps> and then just like runs out of the room. <laughs> that was really good. Was really, I must go tell someone. Yeah. <laughs> the world must know. Holy shit. And it's one of those things I've never thought about before. Boom. No. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, so All right. anyway, I'll play this bit. All right, give us your shout. Hello. What the hell are you doing here? Isn't this my room? No, your room is across the hall with the guard in front of it. Ah, oh, yes. They do all rather look alike, don't they? Anyhow, since I'm here, shall we make the best of it? No, we shallant. Come on, Daniel. I'm stuck here on this base and there's nothing else to do. Yes, there is. There's sleeping, there's working, there's, there's finding a way out of this mess. I won't bite. Hard. What if we can't? We might have to spend the rest of our lives together. No, don't even. There's literally a bond between us. Let me ask you a question. And be honest. Oh! 
Do I make you horny? Randy. <laughs> do I make you horny, baby? Yeah, do I? So dumb. I'm sorry. I feel like I feel like at this point it's been so just... dumb. No, your that edit was great. Just that scene, just the concept of that character and that movie is just so stupid sorry. and it's I, so I, good. I feel like at this point there's been more Austin Powers references than Star Trek references in this podcast as a whole, like from the start. Everyone loves Austin Powers. I love. I love, <laughs> I love in that scenario that Daniel Jackson is Elizabeth Hurley. I know, and right? And that's Barbara what I is awesome powers. Yeah. I love that. That is yeah. so brilliant. Yeah. It's oh. so, and because she has the same accent as Liz Hurley too, so I was just like, hang on. This is <laughs> surreal. This is surreal. Wow. Yeah, but uh, shall shunt. It's shunt. Yeah. Shallant. <laughs> it sounds like a shit. I shunt yeah. through the gate. And that was it was perfect moment for him to say it the way that he said no we shallant and it was because I mean obviously she said what shall we do so mm. it was yeah. It, yeah that was a perfect little exchange mm. and I'm and always that was, yeah rewatching that I realized oh he's making fun of it as well he knows mm. that that's probably not a word mm. but turns out is a word and she's not yeah exactly yeah and even the way that he plays that scene too I'm never quite sure i mean there was a lot around this episode where daniel's just not putting on an act he's like just please get out of my life get off my planet actually um i don't like you you're annoying and god being stuck together with you forever i don't make me consider that that sounds awful even the idea of picturing her running naked on a beach is like oh can we think of something less disgusting because they were not talking about wallace sean at that point like either they just detest valor that much like even on a sexual level they're just like that no 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 thank you to to any level but i'm never quite sure in those sort of scenes how much michael uh shanks is playing daniel jackson as being genuinely confused by what's going on or playing dumb because he's so pissed off about what's happening in front of him. And I like that. I like that as, as a viewer being confused by what the actor's trying to show us through those moments. Mm. You know, you get, you get those great characters that are, are you that oblivious or are you that manipulative that you're playing dumb to that level? And that's obviously not what Daniel is yeah. in these moments, but I like performances like that where you're genuinely confused about whether the character is one thing or the other. Yeah, I mean, she's absolutely as just as absurd as Jack is or Jack was, mm. but Jack never ha- hit on Daniel. So it's like, it's that next level of absurdity that Daniel's just like, <sighs> I, don't know, I don't know what to do with this information. Even, yeah. Well, there was that moment in Hathor where you thought it was going to be a threesome. We're hoping for it, obviously. Oh, we've all we've all had that moment. Where you, look at, <laughs> you look at your mate. I'm sure you two have had it at some point in your 20s. Look at each other going, is this? Is this happening right now? Is this what is what we think is happening going to happen? And then, so you know, and then and then you two just got you two just got awkwardly quiet. I feel like I touched a nerve there. You two just like 
Well, there was that like, one moment on Kentucky. No, we won't stop, go. Stop that. making yeah. eye contact. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's quiet. not it's not your fault, Maddie. But we, Brendan and I, had had agreed to never verbalize it again. Um, mm. So it's it's kind of not breaking the rules that you bring it up and make us talk about it. But uh, right. I mean, still, f- it's still awkward. We're free to uh, think about it in the toilet. Mm. Mm. I think I'll leave it at that. Yep. <laughs> in no. your own mind. That's it. Oh, good lord. And then also a brilliant line in this episode. I'll just share this last thing. This is basically to sum up the whole episode of Tide <laughs> the Bind. That's it? You went through all that for nothing? <laughs> that's pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty good. much. Yeah. yeah, I've got to give you that one. See, that's where I, I was more than convinced at that point. Oh, this whole episode is so meta. Like, it was like they had yeah, to write this episode where we know where we're going from episode five onwards. We know we can only do what we can do in those first three. We can't extend that out anymore. Oh, God. Let's, how can we have an episode where literally nothing happens? Oh, okay. Let's make it a Valor episode because nobody gives a shit. Um, <laughs> I've got some bad news for you, Mitchell. The next episode yeah. of SG1 is basically Valor meets Korai. So, oh my god, okay. <laughs> well, that thing I, I popped in late today, and like, See, that's I was what ready I to talk. And you guys go, So, anyway, I wish they would have saved this because next week is a Vala episode, and I'm like, Oh my <laughs> god, that's I'm why I, I didn't. And I will disagree with you guys with her with Vala having the turn in that Austin Powers scene where she's where he's like, Unless you're lying to me, are you lying to me? And she's like, Is it working? Mm. I mean, I see it from both sides, but for me, I would have liked Daniel not to ask that question mm. and just she left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that would have been better for her no, character development. Oh, definitely. I, I agree. Better, like, yeah. as a joke, it works. As a joke, and the voice she puts on the little side out of her mouth talking. Yeah. As a joke, it's fucking hilarious. I love it, but it's detrimental to her character arc. Yeah. As a whole, in for this episode, like it doesn't. Yeah. It does. Like I said, it it would make more sense in in next week's SG one episode because. You never think about that. You're like, oh man, imagine that. Like, you don't even know how old she is. Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, you, you don't even go old for a thousand years. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah, and that and, would explain why she's already half crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's starting to go full um, Lord You. Because so, yeah, so the, like I feel like they they tapped into some a nice rich vein there, and mm. then they just closed it up really quickly. Yeah. I think what they did see. Like I said, Vala is the substitute Jack. That's, you know, they're trying to insert that absurdity. But Jack didn't get weird and funny and absurd until after Cold Lazarus when he processed his trauma. Mm. And it's like Vala hasn't... A, she was burnt at the stake twice last week. And then she hints at this horrible, tragic past that she has. Yes, and Daniel lays it out in this episode how she uses humor to deflect away from any real relationships, blah, blah, blah. That is all 100% correct, but she doesn't process that. So we as an audience can't process that. So yeah. we can't connect to Vala because in the same way she's keeping Daniel at arm's length and all the other members of SG-1 at arm's length, she's keeping us as an audience at arm's length by having all these sort of comedic moments. And you don't know, for a second there, you feel empathy for her for what fucked up shit she must have gone through. And then suddenly it's played off as a joke and we don't know how much of it was real. So I feel like if you're going to do that, you have to process her trauma early. And you guys teed it up perfectly back in Avalon where it's like, we should have explored more the trauma of her being burnt alive 
and yeah. that should have been something going forward with her but we didn't get that so it is very hard to connect but i guess me as someone who's a lot of time i'll re-watch season nine and ten just as their own little thing because they kind of are their own little thing so i have a lot of love for vala because i know where she ends up as a character plus my already already love for claudia black and aaron suen so i i I'm a Vala apologist. I give her so much leeway. Um, but I totally get it from this point of view. It's like, we need, we need that stuff up front. So I totally yeah. get why people aren't fans of Vala because of the way they're doing it. Mm. Yeah. And that's what I had a huge, because I love Farscape so much. I love Ben Browder and Claudia Black. Cam, Cam Mitchell is a shadow of what John Crichton is. He's just, oh, absolutely. he's a basically an empty shell that, Ben is trying desperately to fill. Yeah. But the writers don't do him any favors. Do you remember back in the day, like when you'd have to photocopy like a template, like a sheet of paper for schools, a template. And it's like, but if you didn't photocopy the original, the photocopy was even worse. And it was like a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy. I feel like, like Shepard is a photocopy of O'Neill and Mitchell is a photocopy of. Oh, well, yeah, Mitch and I know more all about. Uh, have you seen Multiplicity? Have you seen that movie? Oh, there you go. You know, there you go. <laughs> have you seen um, that movie though? Have you seen that movie? Oh yeah, back in the day. Yeah, okay, good. Because it's like, what's it's better my than Michael Steve? <laughs> what's my better than Steve. Michael Keaton? For Michael Keaton, <laughs> yeah, is the a copy of the copy. Is that's yeah, exactly so what it's, it is. It's yeah. So it's, they did such a each, great job with John. Each time Shepherd. you each time you do it, you you dilute it. Like yeah. I mean, Shepard is a great character, but as we analyze him really deeply, we realize a lot of it is just a copy of of O'Neill. And then Mitchell is that same thing. He's he's a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy. So it's so watered down at that point. Aside from him loving to quote his grandma, he doesn't really have a lot of massive character traits. Having said that, Ben Browder's charisma just oozes out of the character. So you kind of, I find myself drawn towards him because of what Ben Browder brings naturally of, of who he is. Yeah, I am actually very interested in how a person who hasn't watched Farscape sees Cameron Mitchell. And that's why Absolutely. I do enjoy listening to Lincoln and Mitch's kind of mm. take on mm. Cam Mitchell because, yeah, I... I can't help but like him because of who he is. Mm, absolutely. Like you said, his charisma. And he is a likable character, but he's not He's not well a deep written. character. He's yeah, not he's not deep. deep. There's, he's, there's, yeah, not a lot of fac- there's not a lot of facets to his character. He's very sort of singular, one note in a, in a lot of ways. Yeah. I wonder how that was for him as a performer too, without having seen Farscape, the idea that like he had to develop that character and build the show at the same time, whereas he leaves that, comes to Stargate and gets to play maybe not in a bigger, but certainly different sandbox. And they're like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. This show's already established and you have to kind of be, here's, here's, here's your path. It's pretty narrow. You find your room. Don't go, don't, don't color outside the lines too much and go. I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, you were literally like, here's someone else's shoes walking them. Whereas he yeah. left his own character and now, yeah, you're not only having to, like you guys said, come in and play someone else's you come in to play a copy of someone else's yeah um, and and hit the ground running has yeah. to play has to play catch up i mean that that is something that i enjoy about the cameron mitchell character is his constant quoting of 
Oh yeah, I read that report. Mm. I read when we refer because there's so much histrionics in Stargate now. It's like when we refer to different episodes, like when in in the show they're referring to previous events. He's like, oh, P two X seven four six. I read that file. That was awesome. Yeah, you know that is a nice way for him to play catch up. So that's the. But I feel like they've, do they've already gone over that with Jonas because he had the photographic memory. He read every single report, but he didn't know anything about foothold. Mm. Yeah, and that's why, and that's what annoyed me because they've done the same thing with Cameron Mitchell. Yeah, so yeah. we've gone through, we've we've stood on, we've treaded on this ground already. Mm. It's not, it's not fresh for me. I think, I think, yeah, oh, I think, I think Mitchell, in a lot of ways, is an improvement on Jonas. Like they learned a lot from that, but yeah, not, I, I actually not, think Jonas not is a, a huge developed character. Well, Jonas yeah. brings because Jonas is an alien that brings an automatic. Yeah, like an in- intrinsic, interesting element to his culture, his background that we don't know. Whereas Mitchell is just, you know, by 2022 standards, he's a boring straight cis white man uh, who doesn't, <laughs> you know, he doesn't contribute a lot. We already have a bunch of those wandering around the base. Like, do we need another yeah. one? Um, so aside from his little, you know, his little quirky, you know, cute as a kid in his butthole, Southern charm, he doesn't really bring a lot, a lot of extra else. But in combat, I am, combat situations, that, I am is, surprised he wants Tilk back in the team. <laughs> <laughs> in combat situations, I find Mitchell fucking brilliant. And Ben Browder as an actor, the way he kind of throws himself around on sets, like when you think about certain scenes where you just see him just throwing himself on the ground or up against a wall, and he's doing that himself, it adds an element yep. that we haven't seen in Stargate for many, many years mm. because that's, Richard Dennison had so many injuries that he couldn't yeah. do a lot of that sort of shit anymore. I think that's why I feel like there's just, there's certain moments of madness that are just popping out mm. a little bit where mm. too much at, at the end of this episode, just that he'll be back. It's, it's, you know, okay. It's based also a little bit of how I just not even stated, but questioned, like how does how does Ben Browder feel coming from an uh, over what four seasons of Farscape? Yeah, yeah four and seasons, and then a, a movie. And then a, a you know, him movie establishing too. a character, building a show, and then he's thrown into somebody else's um, playground and told what toys to play with and how to play with them. Yeah, and then you know the frustration to that and then come like the end of the episodes, like, don't worry, he'll be back. And Haha, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm trying to build this team around me. And, and I'm trying to also keep the, the people that watch this team that want them to be a certain way. I'm trying to promise you, don't worry. We're, we're, we're building, we're coming back, you know, we're rebuilding phase, right. You know, we've lost a couple of grand finals with, whatever. you know, we're, we're, we're rebuilding five year rebuild. And then to like, you were just saying, you know, throw yourself around a bit more in action scenes than maybe what we've seen before and, and offer something that maybe you if you've speed read everything stargate sg1 so far and watched all of them in the course of a couple of weeks you went oh i think i can do something that they don't do here and it's like give me more to do look what i can do for you i'm Mm. trying to play and draw in the lines blah 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 give me something to do while you know let me maybe branch off let's try and take the show a little bit different but also no you're telling me to do it a certain way and we've got to try and do the same over and over again so it's it is weird me watching this only for the second time but still knowing this show's on the countdown clock now we've only got what at this point uh was it 35 episodes to go 36 
you know, I'm sort of seeing that is this where the writing's in the wall? No, maybe not. Maybe it's not another until another season down the road that the, the writing's in the wall. So I don't know. It's an interesting time to sort of, you know, relook at it. And also the mm. way, the fact that we're, we're doing this and we keep getting teasers every couple of days, every couple of weeks from the likes of your, um, you know, your, your, your Joes or your, your Brads and all that on Twitter saying, Hey, look, we want to do more. And, you know, by the end of this podcast, hopefully, you know, as far as talking about an episode, every podcast, hopefully we're talking about new stuff as well. So it's like, well, what could they be doing? Are they going to take something in a completely new direction? Well, they kind of already did that in Stargate universe. Didn't they? I don't know. I haven't been there yet. So um, if we, if we're going to continue on stuff, at what point do we continue it on and how different is it? And TV, this sort of show isn't made like this. And unfortunately, mm. For fans of this show, if they bring it back and they go, we're going to make Stargate SG-1, for all intents and purposes, season 11, it's not going to look anything like season 9 or 10 or 1 through 8. It's not going to sound like this. It's just the way the things are shot these days. And if they do, I would almost argue that they would fail faster if they tried to just make it a direct continuation. Like, I think we want that as fans, but then we get that sort of stuff and... I don't know. I, I, well, I think you need to make it chronological, as in we haven't seen the SGC for 10 years. Mm, and they're yeah. 10 years further advanced than they are in, in universe. Yeah, yeah. that's always but been to, my thought. Absolutely. Bring it back to what we we're talking about earlier is one of the big critiques that universe got that people didn't like is it felt too much like Battlestar Galactica. It was very It much, was, man. And it, it was. was. Which I understand because Battlestar Galactica was so huge and such a good show, that, but they tried to copy it so much it felt like Stargate was taking place in the Battlestar Galactica universe mm. and, yeah. and people lost. I that feel like that alienated their fan base. In the same way Star Trek, you know, the newer Star Treks get hit for because they're not enough like the old Trek and I guess they can never be because of the way TV and movie is now. Yeah, people just can't connect them in that same way. So, yeah, so it's like it needs to feel, it needs to feel familiar it needs to feel you know like mm. you're slipping into an old pair of shoes but walking a different path i wonder how much of that is is intentional like let's go out and actually definitely make something different because with atlantis okay it's different but it's still the same as sg1 like the same exactly sort of mix of of yeah. humor and action and mm. and the tone is still the same and love. The pacing all that sort of stuff we know what we're getting it's just in a different place with different characters filling in similar sort of roles whereas universe i haven't seen a second of that show but from what I know about it and just the look of pictures and okay, I would have seen trailers back in the day. It does look like a different show. It doesn't feel yeah, like the Stargate that I, there's no I team know. of four people going through the gate yeah. on adventures one every, every week to different so planets. It's, I'm just you know. wondering what's like where you guys have spoken about the fact that it, for a while there, there were SGA fans that loved SGA, loved Stargate. Actually, yeah, we've never seen an episode of SG1. We fell into it with SGA. So I wonder mm. them sitting there doing the marketing, doing the research, going, well, hang on, we picked up a whole new fan base, enough to sustain a spinoff that got into this purely because of the spinoff. Sure, they liked yeah. the other stuff once they re- back, went back and rewatched or watched it for the first time, but they were here for SGA. So why don't we make something different again, but really different, and we're going to pick up a whole new fan base. And they probably did. You get, you get those people that talk to us on Twitter and go, SG used the best of the three. That's it's It speaks to them more than the Jacob. other two. Jacob, Jacob was on the right? podcast last season. Funnily enough, he, 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 um, got, he got into it later. Adam right? Barnard, the guy at the, um, the Gateworld 
podcast. Yeah, that's yeah. What he well, Jacob, the Jacob, bless his heart, has just gotten his girlfriend into Stargate. So mm-hmm. they watched. He made. He, he they watched um, Stargate Universe first. Oh, come on! They watched that first. That's fucking dumb. We're getting on here. I'll slap Sorry, that mate. bitch. <laughs> um, and now they're going fucking idiot. And starting I'm watching the last Star Wars episode eight first. Don't worry, you're gonna yeah. love where the Emperor came from. Okay, I know he was weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, so they they did that. Really into it. Really enjoyed it. And now they've gone all the way back to season one of SG One, and they're going through there. And she's like, they're like maybe ten episodes in, and she fucking hates Daniel. <laughs> really? Wow. Absolutely. They watched the movie. Uh, I think so. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that really stood out in this episode as well, just on on Daniel, is that I watched this and it feels very meta to me. I'm like, I I don't know why Daniel's here. I don't feel like Shanks wants to be here, but he's 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 he may as well have not that the storyline of him wanting to leave may as well not exist because he has been there from the first second of season nine, right? He's not like Carter. He's not like Teal. He's been there mm-hmm. as a mainstayer with Mitchell the whole time. But I sit there and I watch the way that he mopes around and walks and just his attitude and all this. I'm like, you don't even want to be here, mate. What is wrong with yeah, you? And I'm like, he's, okay, that's he's how waiting he's... for the Daedalus to get back so he can go to <laughs> yeah. the land. And I'm like, okay, cool. I get that's how Shanks is playing Daniel. That's how Joe and Paul and everyone else is writing Daniel. But I think because we know on the outset that, well, okay, three years ago, Shanks left and then he mm. came back. And does it does he at this point, if I'm watching this back in 2000 and whatever, and I'm like, is Christopher Judge coming back as a regular? Is is Amanda Tapping coming back as a regular? I watch this and go, okay, Shanks, he left. He's like, mm, you know what? The grass is greener back where I was. I'm just going to ride this bitch into the sunset. Um, yeah. <laughs> but why does he look so unhappy? Okay, well, that's just Daniel. And I'm like, well, Daniel, pick up your act because, yeah, I feel bad. On this rewatch, I've liked Daniel less than I did back in the day or I'm seeing yeah, me things. Too. Uh, I, like I still still i still like him still love him but you know um i just i'm surprised at how much i'm like dude that'd be such a dick man uh but maybe it's maybe i'm just loving uh, i think the characters need to love the show as much as the audience mm. for it to be successful yeah. just um also you said there's 36 episodes to go just mm. for reference 36 episodes in for us was the fifth race Episode 36. Oh. Wait, 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 and also, we'd already done our Origins special by that what? time. Wow. By 36? Holy yep. hell. That was between 34 Plus and 35. season two, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, that's not far to go with in terms of wow. a one, except we'll double the time because we've got Atlantis as well. Mm. Yeah. But I thought that's a nice little bit of a trivia. Well, I mean, we're, we're episode four into this season and it's already we're already up to politics. Because uh, this is yeah. 5.0. Next week we go backwards and, and go back to Korai. Um, that, and that's the problem. And I've said that too. They they rehash a lot of uh, ground they've already gone over with these yeah. two seasons. And yeah. Yeah. Trying always, to establish characters without doing a fresh take. Yeah. And it's always hard. Like I always liken it to Charmed, was a big one. Like when they where they killed off Shannon Doherty's character after the third season. Like the whole show is about three sister witches um mm. who are like prophesied to be like the, the strongest ever. And then suddenly it's like, oh, the elder sister's dead. Guess what? You've got a long lost half sister. It's Rose <laughs> McGowan. And then she suddenly got to play catch up. 
Mm. Um, How many did they make of that? I'm just wondering, did they, did they make more seasons with the half sister than they did? Yeah, the they ended up going to season eight or yeah, season well. nine. And it's, I think the final season was they introduced Kaylee Cuoco and she was going to be like, the next generation, the young hip. Yeah, it was wild. All right. Well, yeah, that yeah. is uh, episode 194. Talking about the ties that bind next week back to SGA. Oh, have I got something special coming up for me as a first time watcher of Stargate Atlantis, guys? We're talking about episode three of season two, Runner. I mean, Runner. What? What? What, what could that even be? I mean, well, I mean, what, who, who, who's who's on the run? What what character I, we do I, we know of from Atlantis I, that's on the run? No, the I last... don't. It's a it's a new name. I don't re- I don't recognize it. But the uh, last, I wonder uh... if people would have liked the new character in Atlantis compared to the new character in SG-1, because you watch The Ties That Bind and then you watch Runner. Mm. The Runner mm. straight after this, you'd be like, well, oh my well, God, well. Atlantis is the best. <laughs> no wonder they're putting in uh, 75%. I'm pretty sure there. Mitch already knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, if uh, there was any confusion, uh, we've ruined this enough. the last uh, 80 seconds of me talking was <laughs> pure sarcasm. Um, <laughs> yeah, bang, Ronan Dex, give me some Jason Momoa next Which, week. Um, and it's just cool. If- Written by Cooper Shaw, directed by Martin Wood. So it's like we're getting yeah. some old school creatives involved in the new uh, in the spin-off. Let's go for it. If Let's the it. Uh, if the timing does work out, I was talking to Lincoln on the weekend mm. and he said he wants to he wants he wants in on uh, on runner. Yeah, well, I I can't imagine why. Uh, it's kind of like he's fond of that man, <laughs> but he did say to me that he just popped in the other day and I, I wasn't sure about you know how aware he was of the podcast, where we're at, and he, he but he made a point of like stopping whatever conversation we were having or whatever and he said hey i'm uh, i'm halfway through uh the intruder um i've been listening to it uh, at the gym and i'm going back later and I'll, i've got i've probably got like another hour left or something and she's um, like, oh. that fucking long now jesus christ yeah they're <laughs> like, averaging oh, in there and a half yeah don't worry about that man we're uh... the days when we were like we'll we'll do 38 minute podcasts it'll be super <laughs> easy yeah. Well, then we found out that, God damn it, you silly, silly listeners, we had more listens for longer podcasts. So we felt comfortable to keep on yapping. Mm. I mean, just that's know fine. that you can pause and start and keep that's going. It. Yeah. That's, that's the beauty it. about pod- It's like streaming. Mm. On so, yeah, sorry, I cut you off. What did Lincoln say? Oh, no, he's just, uh, he, he's, he's obviously, he's up to date listening wise, obviously. Uh, I just didn't know because he hadn't spoken to me about the pod for, for so long. Occasionally, I'd say, oh, I'm going to record. Oh, what episode are you doing? We're doing this. But I didn't know as far as listening, but he said, uh, yeah, he's up to date. So now that we've got mm. this one coming out, he'll have to do that. And yeah, he'll have to make time for some, um, for some Jason Momoa because he, uh, he really does, does love some Ronan Dex. And yeah, he watched this shit as you guys would have uh, when it came out live, you know, as live as we could in Australia. Sometimes yeah. DVD was faster than free-to-air television. And um, yeah, he's been singing the praises. Of, maybe, uh, maybe for Patreon, we should um, set up a camera and just film, film Mitchell watching Runner. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. I'm That'd be cool. Yeah, okay, all right. I'll get Lincoln to come Spice and do it. because I've filmed Lincoln mm. watching certain shows the last couple of years for the first time. And that kid is like a child watching like his favorite toys come to life. And it's awesome. Uh, and I'm remember, talking. Remember when we made him watch The Boys for the first time, like the first episode yeah. of The Boys a while ago? Yeah. While he was straddling my lightsaber, by the way, which was very weird. Yeah. Um, that could, he could be a YouTube sensation. Absolutely. Because he's like, a, and we've named him in the chat. Well, I named him in the chat, Steve Irwin, because he was 
promoted for the role of Steve Irwin. Mm. But he reacts like Steve Irwin and is genuine. Also, do anyone listening, get Link talking about my brother. He's been on the podcast a couple of times. Do check out on YouTube the trailer for the new movie that he's in, Black Sights. Uh, yes, just came out amazing. a couple of days ago. It looks pretty cool. And I know that, um, yeah, he had to do some real cool kick-ass action scene stuff it's from uh at least the producers of sicario and john wick which is pretty cool yeah um and with with an actor yeah. from farscape he's, he's working with a farscape actor again jason clark the great yeah. jason clark he did a tv show with Gigi edgley back in the day and yeah now he's done a movie with um, oh. jason clark well lincoln may or may not join us in our next podcast either way jason momoa will through footage that was filmed 16 mm. years ago in maybe we should episode. get him on Oh, well, it's about time. Yeah, Momoa. Yeah. Every, yeah, every time we call. every time we talk to him, we're like, bro, I Momo, promise you, when we when we get up there, we will talk to you. And he's like, do it. Um, I imagine he speaks something like that. And, this is awesome. uh, oh, yeah, that was very good. That was very good. It must be your facial hair. I don't, think so. you to... I don't know. <laughs> Through the speakers, it sounded wonderful. So um, anyway, that's the uh, next week. Runner SGA. So that's your homework. Gators get into Gators or something. Watch Runner. SGA Season 2 Episode uh, 3. And uh, we'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And uh, talking some more Stargate. Nuggeta! Oh, jeez. Get into geek. Is that how we should end the podcast from now on? Please, no.